Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Miranda and Kyle's podcast, Heavy Rain, Pain and Petrichor. This is the second part of a two-part series, our final part, and we are very happy to share our, uh, our findings with you guys. So here we go. This podcast will be divided into two segments. First, we'll discuss the violence against and the sexualization of women in video games and how those tie into Heavy Rain, before dividing into an analysis that is to counter the narrative put forth in the game. How are mothers depicted? And what do these depictions say about society's understanding of parental roles? I'm Kyle Lloyd. And I'm Miranda Fullman. And starting off today, I'm going to kick it over to Miranda, because they've been doing a lot of work on this, and I'm excited to hear what they say. So I guess I will start us off with a quick summary of how women are depicted in Heavy Rain. Um, We have two leading ladies, um, being Madison, who is our journalist character, and then Lauren, who is a grieving mother turned private investigator along with our other private investigator, Scott Shelby. Um, Overall, women are depicted strongly as damsels in distress. They are often kept to the side, used for emotional gut punches and absolutely not any real relevance to the plot beyond forwarding the men in the plot. To pull in a quote from the article Violence Against Women in Video Games by Beck et al., Notably, the trend of portraying sex-typed images of women and violence against women in popular video games continues to proliferate and promulgate in video games. Out of the top 10 video games listed mid-year 2010, most have sexual violent content, including violence against women and sexual objectification of women. In the game, you see several depictions of sexualization of Madison, whether it be her being basically nude the entire portion of her chapter or the camera angles sexualizing her to make other characters creepier in a way and overall Lauren's character starts off as being depicted as a sex worker before any of her actual story is shown off media in general has a horrible habit of sexualizing women but video games have stayed in this realm of sexualization and portray violence against women constantly Some extra examples of stuff that we've seen in class alone are debates around Abby's body in The Last of Us Part II, Bayonetta's entire character from the Bayonetta franchise, and the ability to assault and or murder sex workers in the Grand Theft Auto series. Another quote from the article, not only are gamers increasingly being exposed to video games containing sexualization and violence against women, but research also indicates that such heavy exposure can be excessive. I think a really common trope within Heavy Rain is the camera angles. Because it's such a narratively focused game, it loves to play with different angles and shots and tries to make it as either creepy or intense as possible. And I don't think it benefits itself when trying to depict women in a healthy light. And just like Miranda said, you know, you can even see that within the controls of the game. You know, it's heavily based on quick time events. And the thing with quick time events is that they're easily portrayed within the game, thus making more time to emphasize on camera angles, character design, and plotline development. Um, and, you know, just to see that if you think about it, it's it's not the most effort that goes into a game. Um, 
although it is definitely hard to program. Um, at the same time, you know, it allows these artists, these developers to, you know, kind of delve into the more misogynistic points of game development, uh, things such of that nature. Um, and, you know, there's, there's tons of games out there as well that, you know, don't have any purpose of being sexual at all. You know, that there, there are several action games, uh, first-person shooters that uh, I've played in the past that, that they just seem to have no business being that sexual. Um, and uh, a common theme, I feel like, that, that, that the two that run together is the sexualization of gore. Like, uh, you know, you have games like... Um, Bubblegum Chainsaw, uh, you have games like Yandere Simulator where it's encouraged to take like panty pictures of girls uh, for points in game. So it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous out here. Um, the, uh, the, the platform right now is in a very, very uh, sensitive, sensitive space. To keep us going along, I'd like to move us towards my strange idea when talking about this game, and that's the depiction of mothers in game. In Heavy Rain, nearly every single female character in the game, besides our playable character Madison, is a mother. And they are depicted as having some of the worst mental health in the game and some of the worst lives in the game post-murder of their child. Because all of them are victims of the origami killer in-game. I wanted to compare some further research on mothers in video games to fathers in video games because the main central plot of the game is Ethan, our father character, trying to save his son. So I started looking at an article called Thought Experiments in Video Games, Exploring the Unethics of Motherhood in Frictional Games' Amnesia Rebirth by Atene Mendelite. In it, she writes, the player is confronted not only with the suffering of the child, but with the grieving process of her parents too, as the absence that follows is possibly even more excruciating than depictions of such physical suffering. This quote really stood out to me because we start the game off with the death of Ethan and Grace Mars's son, Jason. And the entire time we are shown Ethan's perspective, but nothing of Grace's. And post Jason's death, Grace is shown as a grieving mother and absolutely zero plot relevance besides calling her ex-husband possibly the origami killer. Another quote that I really like from this article is, While the player might not support her actions throughout the game, and in fact the game problematizes many of them, he or she understands why Tossie makes the choices that she does. Throughout the game, we are forced to deal with whatever choices that Ethan chooses to do to save his son. Regardless of the safety of other people, the, the risks he has on his own life because of this, and the amount of just absolutely illegal activities he commits for the sake of saving his son. And we have to try and rationalize it because he's trying to save his son. And that's that's the ethical side of things. But where are the mothers? Why, why are they all shown as just damsels in distress incapable of doing any of the things that Ethan is shown to do? The plot of the game forces the fathers to be doing the dangerous things because of the origami killer's backstory. I will not get into it for spoilers. 
But I think that there is a severe lack of maternal instinct being shown. Like, mothers are some of the scariest women I have ever met in my life because their urge to defend their children is so powerful. And yet it's not depicted ever in this game at all. And I, I just, I don't understand that. You heard it here first. I don't understand it either. There's a lot of things about this game that, you know, I don't really understand. But besides that, we strive. We strive forward. We keep going. Now with that, I think we are all good. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good night. Peace out.